0: What is up guys it is Quinn here and in this video I'm going to be going through three sell high players heading into week nine of the NFL season. So these are players that I just think have reached the peak in value and I'm going to try to move them off of my rosters before they come back down to earth. While you guys are watching if you enjoy the content hit that like button subscribe to the channel. If you guys have any fantasy questions it doesn't have to be trade related it could be waiver wire. Uh, start sits. If you guys drop those in the comment section, I will respond to every single person. But let's jump into my first sell high here, and it is actually going to be Tony Pollard. In full transparency, Tony Pollard is someone that I was very in on coming into the season. I still think he's a very solid piece on your team, but I do think if you're trying to move him, this is going to be the best opportunity to get the highest value. So he is coming off of a monster game with Zeke out, 33.7 PPR points, 14 carries, 131 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns, one reception, 16 yards. Just a crazy impressive day. I just do think he's a very strong sell here. And I think he's actually going to be a pretty easy guy to sell high on. Because, you know, normally if you're trying to sell high on a player, you're trying to convince your league mate of a specific narrative. Maybe, you know, you're kind of pushing the truth a little bit. You're trying to, you know, maybe present some misleading information. I think for Pollard here it's easy because you're just going out there and you can just tell your league mate that he is the clear best Cowboys running back. And I think that's easy to do because I think most people agree at this point that Tony Pollard is better than Ezekiel Elliott. And the normal logic here would be if Tony Pollard is the better running back, he just had a massive game, you know, a game that Zeke has not even compared to this season. You would think that tony pollard would continue to get the opportunities so the logic is totally there for someone to believe that pollard is going to be the clear-cut number one rest of season i just don't think that's what's going to happen here with the cowboys we've already had jerry jones come out say that he's not expecting a role change between these running backs we know zeke has that massive contract So I am expecting still a strong committee here between Pollard and Zeke moving forward. Now, maybe Pollard earned himself a few more opportunities. I still think Pollard's gonna be someone you can start on a week-to-week basis with Zeke in the lineup. But when we're talking about a ceiling game, like I think Pollard is only gonna have a ceiling when Zeke is not on the field. I don't think this is gonna turn into a situation where Pollard is taking like 70% of the snaps and then Zeke's getting bumped to like 30%. I just don't see that happening. Not saying it's like impossible, but if we're trying to play the odds here, I just don't think that is a super likely outcome. I think we're still going to have Zeke see the goal line opportunities, which is obviously going to give him more touchdown upside compared to Tony Pollard. So if someone is willing to buy into Tony Pollard as like a high end running back too, which I don't think is a huge stretch because... A starting Tony Pollard probably is gonna be putting up production in that range. I just think this is still going to be a very strong committee. So if someone wants to sell him you know, in that area, I'm totally interested. I think maybe if they value him there also, you could do Pollard plus a depth piece, kind of try to jump into that top 12 running back range. Obviously this is gonna be assuming that Zeke is going to be back in the near future. Like if we start hearing that he's gonna miss two, three, four weeks and this is gonna linger, Then I'd probably be more willing to hold on to Tony Pollard, but assuming that Zeke is going to be back within a week or two, I would be trying to shop Tony Pollard and not saying he's someone you need to get off your roster, right? Like Tony Pollard's value is never going to tank. I still think he's going to be a strong weekly start, but when we're talking about selling him for something that he's probably not going to have a role of rest of season, I think now's the opportunity. Now, moving over to a wide receiver I'm selling high on, it is going to be Jerry Judy, So Judy had a slow start to the season, had a strong week one, but then, you know, through three, four, five weeks, it just was not coming together for Jerry Judy. The last two weeks, he's put up really solid numbers, 16.6 fantasy points, and then 18.3 fantasy points in London. I think it's possible to make the argument and sell Jerry Judy as the Broncos wide receiver one. We've seen Sutton really struggle these past uh, three weeks. He has put up under six fantasy points in each of the last three games, so not great production out of Sutton. In those games, we've seen Judy, you know, have some of his better performances. Personally, I still think the wide receiver one here is kind of a mystery rest of season. Like, I'm not someone who's locked in on Judy moving forward. I'm not someone who's locked in on Cortland Sutton anymore. I feel like it's you know up in the air. It potentially is just like a fake thing, and they're just going to go back and forth on what wide receiver has the better games. And just in general, I don't have any faith in this offense moving forward. I think in the first few weeks, you know, week three, week four, we could kind of make the argument, you know, like, all right, they'll figure it out. They'll get it together. We are eight games into the season and it still looks like a mess of a unit. We've seen very little improvement. And so like, this is a spot where if I don't know, Judy's the number one, I don't think he's someone I'm going to be consistently sold on starting in my lineup. And so if someone is sold that Judy's going to be the number one, I would be willing to move off of him. I'm not saying people would accept these offers, but I would start off by just sending, you know, straight up offers for guys like Boyd, Kirk, Myers, players like that. It's kind of tough to trade at the uh, wide receiver position in Judy's range because I feel like you have guys who are like locked in that top 24 range, and then I feel like after that it's just like a massive tier of like 20 guys. So maybe you'd be better off uh, including Jerry Judy in a package to make a positional upgrade at either running back or wide receiver. But however you get it done, I would be interested in moving on from Jerry Judy. And then the third and final sell high player, we're going to be talking about Tyler Algier coming off of a 17 point PPR point performance. And I think Algier's window of being a useful fantasy option and someone who has trade value is closing very, very quickly. We saw Algier and Huntley have a nearly 50-50 carry split. Huntley actually outcarried Algier by two. We still saw Algier, you know, dominate the overall snap count and he was more involved as a pass catcher, which is where he got his points here, but not a great sign that even when we have the injuries going on, he is still in like a 50-50 carry split. We also have Damien Williams who may be returning soon coming off the IR. Remember early on, we actually had Damien Williams operating as the number two behind Cordero Patterson. So this could turn into a really gross committee once Damian Williams returns. And then honestly, Cordero Patterson might be right behind him. It's possible he returns within the next few weeks. So maybe we're getting like one more game of Tyler Algier being a startable option. But after that, you know, he probably becomes a cut candidate on most fantasy teams. So I'd just be sending straight up offers for some of these running backs in gross situations. Once again, not saying these are going to be auto-accepted, but it's worth a shot as a starting point. You never want to be selling yourself short here. So guys like Kareem Hunt, who's been disappointing, James Conner, who's just been useless so far, Michael Carter, Khalil Herbert, Gus Edwards. These are all guys I would just be sending out one-for-one offers for. Wide receivers, a guy like Deontay Johnson, who's been super disappointing, Curtis Samuel, who hasn't had some of his boom games since early on in the season but I think it's more than likely uh, Algier is gonna have to be used in some sort of package. So maybe you're trying to jump from a high-end wide receiver two into a back-end to mid-tier wide receiver one, same thing at the running back position. You can use Tyler Algier to kind of bridge that gap, trade him to a team who needs some depth, maybe a win-now option who needs like a running back two or a flex play. So that's what I'd be thinking about with Tyler Algier, but those are gonna be the three sell-high options for me. Like I said, we had Tony Pollard, Jerry Judy, and then Tyler Algier. Let me know what you guys think down below in the comment section. I'm sure some people aren't going to love the uh, Jerry Judy on here. I know there are some pretty strong Judy truthers. I just think that wide receiver one spot is up for grabs. And if people are willing to accept Judy there, I'm willing to trade him. If you guys did enjoy, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. I've posted my top trade targets. So players you guys should be trying to acquire. I talked about my top waiver wire targets, so go check out those videos. But as always, thank you for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.